You're watching Meet the Movie Press. And coming up, we're going to be talking about Daniel Craig returning as Bond, uh, Avatar 2, all kinds of great stuff. Michael Keaton and Dumbo, stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Meet the Movie Press. That was nice. Start with a sniff. Yes, sorry. Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> Hi. Uh, good morning, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm still a little, you know, phlegmy this morning. Welcome to Meet the Movie Press. I'm your... <laughs> Glamorous host. I'm your gorgeous, beautiful host, <laughs> Jeff Snyder, editor-in-chief of the Tracking Board, tracking-board.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at, at the Snyder. With me, as always, is... Hello, Simon Thompson. Uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Showbiz Simon. And I have a Facebook page. This is Simon Thompson. And, and with us today... Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Just... You might recognize him. <laughs> Yet again. <laughs> Our own Ryan Gosling lookalike, Justin Kroll from Variety. Thanks, guys. Where can, where can the folks find you? Uh, I am a uh, film reporter at Variety. You can find me on Twitter at KrollJVar. Um, I don't give out my Instagram and Facebook. I oh, that's oh, private. private. Was, set up a secret fan yeah. page. Friends nah. and family only. I don't, like, I don't even put my stories on there, so you don't need to go on there. Referring to Ryan Gosling, can I just say, I was in a bar, um, uh, the Dark Room uh, on Melrose in LA. It's one of my locals um, <laughs> a, couple, a couple of days ago. And there was a guy sitting in a booth there, and he was like, if you got Ryan Gosling and Nick Cage and you like merged them together, he was like a weird like facial mashup. And I showed a friend, he was like, holy shit. By the way, I would love to see like a Nick Reffin movie with Gosling and Nick, Nick Cage. Cage. Yeah. That would be so fucking so sick. Awesome. I would like to see a good movie with Nick Cage in because we haven't seen one of those for a little while. I just watched Vengeance, A Love Story, and it wasn't that bad. Oh. Yeah. Is that going to get you on the poster? <laughs> no, I saw the whole movie. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. I yeah. saw the movie. Yeah, um, this is my... Um, what? This is my Aryan and Grievances edition of Meet the Movie Press. Kroll's okay. g- got some stuff to get off his chest. You're like the Alec Baldwin of this show. You're like in the <laughs> Ten Timers Club or something now. I mean, the boss is out of town this week on vacation, so I was like, you know what? I can afford uh, to get in a little early on Friday, so let's let's see if Jeff's got space. Okay, on okay. Well, what, well, let me ask you, what, what do you want to start with today? Is there anything yeah. that you want I mean, us to lead with? Elephant in the room. Let's talk about that page six Daniel Craig thing. Cool. All right. It drove me we'll, nuts. We'll, we'll talk about Jimmy Bond, Bond, James Bond, uh, and apparently reports coming from Page Six and other sources that mm. Daniel Craig is going to return yeah. as 007. Where, are, you, are, are you guys surprised? No. Or what? Not at all surprised. No. I mean... There's no director on this so, yet. No. no. The, so, <laughs> this story. Break it down, homie. Here, all right. Here's my... This is, Give him oh, a beat, Simon. I, I just, <laughs> this is so... <laughs> So Skyfall, that, that was the whitest <laughs> I've ever been. So you know this thing's been going on forever, and everyone and their mother thought that like you know every other person was up for this movie. Here's the reason. Listen, this was I thought a legitimate story, and Page Six has been doing this more and more. And I I, I thought you know that lead what they focused on or what not what they focused on but that main element of him coming back was a good thing the problem i had with this was the this hiddleston thing about it about like how he oh, was right. too He's smug. So smug what and it's this and this is what drove me nuts is that you know no every time i check every time there was a crazy story over the past couple of years of Idris Elba or Jamie Bell or Tom Hardy or Tom Jack Hiddles- Houston. Don't forget Jack, Jack Houston. Houston. You name it, they were into it. I would call up people that knew what was going on, who, who are tracking this for their clients, and it was always, it's still in Craigland. The, here's the thing, folks. When he, when Daniel signed on for uh, Spectre, or signed on for a, a re-upped after Skyfall, mm. he signed on for a fourth film with an option right, to do a fifth film. Once Spectre ended, he, no, so once Spectre was done, it was up to him. Eon didn't give him a deadline, Let, but, and until he said no, it the, there was no other second choice. They they may have met like randomly with people, but there were no legit because you have to be prepared to in the in that event. Exactly, yeah. but but like there was still no like legit like let's take this seriously type of meetings. And this Tom Hiddleston like next choice that that story read like he was like it was between him and Craig, and it's just not the case. Well, uh, uh, I just wanted to, what I had heard when you you when, when you mentioned option, whose option? It can't be Daniel Craig's option. It can't be like a player option where if Daniel what? Craig, if Daniel Craig's like, well, if I want to come back, then I then I'm coming back. Like, what if they didn't want him back? Well, no, that's the thing. They clearly made it clear to him that they w- did want him back. 
no matter what. They really like him. Yeah. I heard that they it really was like him. their option mm-hmm. on him. Like, like you know, uh-huh. they had him under contract for X amount of films, and they could always bring him back for a fifth one if they wanted or whatever the hell it was, and that they were p- prepared to sue him if he didn't come back. That's what I heard, that they nope. were... Okay. <laughs> That's not the case. I okay. I talked to someone who's three people who are extremely close, and every time it was like, yeah, Eon is wants him back. Yes, and Craig is taking his time. Like, well, I mean, that's what I'd heard as well. But what I'd heard was that if Daniel Craig was like, "No, I'm done with it," they were prepared to like mm. enforce and be like, "No, you're coming back, or we'll sue." Possibly, uh, I had heard. I mean, that, that's that could what have a possibility. But from my understanding, is like Craig was just. He had, was in no rush, and Eon wasn't trying to rush well, him. Simon's the mm. Brit here, so uh, so so, and this is a British franchise. And yeah, honestly, I don't is. even track James Bond that hard because it always seems always. like the British press breaks it or a, Eon, a weird place like Page Six. No one can crack that code. Even like no. Fleming's been doing this for years; he can't get on the Eon doors to. Yeah, get, like, it's it's tough. So Simon. Enlighten us. Uh, I mean, for me, it was no real surprise that he was going to come back. I mean, I, I wasn't a fan of, of Spectre. I didn't think it was the strongest Bond movie. Uh, bottom line is the fact that Daniel Craig needs James Bond. James Bond needs Daniel yes. Craig right now. They're, they're both kind of really attached. Um, I think also Daniel Craig, He made, we talked about this before the show, um, uh, he made the comments about he'd rather slash his wrists than go back to doing Bond. Now, it's not necessarily doing a Bond movie that makes him want to slash his wrists. It's all the shit that comes with it. Daniel Craig right. is not the world's chirpiest person. He's kind of reclusive. You know, so the idea of doing a film where as soon as you announce that this film is happening, cameras, journalists, blah, 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 you have 18 months of, con- co- you know, continual, intense speculation, intrusion. That's his idea of a personal fucking hell. So it, doing a Bond movie is not doing Bond again would be a nightmare for him. It's everything that comes with doing a Bond movie. Am I surprised he's come back? No, because as I say, you know, he, he needs Bond as much as Bond needs him. He's also very popular within the camp. And even though he's not a box office draw with many other movies, with right. Bond, he still is. He's the most Bondy Bonds that we've had for quite a few incarnations, I think. Justin, would you agree that, that Daniel Craig needs Bond? 100%. Yeah. So... Look at everything else like, that he's done. Right. It, ha- it hasn't been good. Now, I know he has Purity, right? That's, yeah. a, that's mm-hmm. a show coming Logan, up. Well, and and uh, Logan Lucky, the, uh, the Soderbergh movie. So that's two big and projects that could be cool. And was a good... Like, he'd use that. But I right. also just get the sense he's he's m- made so much money from this franchise that he's very content on doing it, occasionally mm. putting something else in there and just having, like, a personal life with Rachel and the kids type of situation. All right. Let's switch gears over to that that second element of like of the Barbara Broccoli comment about supposed comment about Hiddleston. Oh, okay. That drove me nuts. Right. This is why I got so frustrated. All right, so and by the way, the, on the Craig thing, it's not official yet. Like we're still kind of waiting for Eon or mm. Boz over. Right, and, there's no official word. It's it's like it's it's expected. It's to just come. heading in that direction. Yeah, yeah. So the story goes on to say that like. You know, Barbara Broccoli, Hiddleston lost out because he was too smug, according to a source close to Barbara Broccoli. Let me tell you something, folks. Okay, and then that was said, and then everybody ran with that, like, including, like, The Ringer, which I, I like that site, but sometimes, you know, they act as if they're an expert when they have no insight on, like, what the hell is going on. Sure. And they focused on the Hiddleston of it all. I think the headline said, Three Ways to Save James Bond. That's another thing that drives me nuts. Is like this franchise it doesn't need saving. By right? the way, before Craig came on, the last Bond thing was that awful Denise Richards Pierce Brosnan. Right, thing. that's the level that, that we were at. This thing was like for people forgetting like that, like people thinking this was the Godfather. Like when it first started, <laughs> there been plenty of shit Dude, Bond films. Spectre yeah. was not a good movie, but it was still better than about thirteen, about ninety percent of the Roger Moore movies. <laughs> and like half uh, the Pierce Brosnan films. Like so, that's a whole other subject, but. The Hiddleston thing, the reason I, I was just so frustrated is, like, Barbara Broccoli is one of the more close-to-the-chest, keep-things-private right. producers in Hollywood, and, and especially about this project. For her to suddenly be talking shit about a person who's, who's in the mix is totally out of character. And if there was something close to Broccoli that was told this, they wouldn't say anything in it, like in fear of getting fired. Right. You know who said this, folks? Probably an agent at CAA or UTA or ICM <laughs> right. who, as Jess knows, knows that if they're talking to the Post, they can talk shit and then this person will probably print. run it. Right. That, 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 isn't that clear as day right there? Yeah. Like, Also, having dealt with Tom Hiddleston many, many times, he is ah, not smart. That's the thing is 
Tom is a nice like he's a nice I've, I've heard guy. he's a, I've heard he's a very nice guy. Very but charming, what, what, very what is nice. your stance on him as a movie star? For, leave the night manager out of it for a second. Oh, that I was like the him. thing too. Is like he's in the night manager and everybody crowned him as the next James Bond. It drove me nuts. It drove me but nuts. Like, as a film star, to me, he has left much to be desired. As a film star, for me, I get your comment, but I think he just hasn't had the right material yet, and I think Bond would be an excellent fit I... for him thought after Thor, the first one, as yeah, he Loki. was good as Loki. Like, That's his, still was, his best thing. Yeah, I is, was like, definitely. oh, this guy's got potential. Mm-hmm. But you're exactly right. The like Since then, it's like Kong was his first thing outside the <laughs> he Avengers. He was invisible in Kong. Uh, yeah. he, I do not remember him nothing in to do. He had nothing to do. Like, for right. the first hour, he's like pointing them in the right the direction. direction. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not his him. fault. That script and direction. Well, I mean, you can't like we've totally seen the, force the blame on the director and the writing. Yeah, we've, no. we've seen actors make a lot out of a little, but we've also seen him, you know, d- do really simple scripts. With the Night Manager script is very simple. The plot is convoluted. The script is very simple, but he absolutely nailed that and delivered that. With well, what is the Night Manager? It's a TV show. It is. We're talking yeah. about movie star. Listen, yeah. by the way. Daniel Craig, after you saw Road to Perdition, I don't think people were like, that's the next James Bond, Right, by the you're way. right, exactly. I so was thinking the same thing. Who, who knows, necessarily? I mean, that's been Bond in a nutshell. Pierce Brosnan. Daniel like, Craig I, was I, not someone who was rumored Timothy Dalton looked like a fucking geography teacher. <laughs> now, listen, <laughs> Let's I'm, be honest. What school I, did you go to? <laughs> uh, like, what, am, like, am I Connery close? wasn't what he was. Like they, I, they make what it is, and Roger Moore definitely <laughs> didn't turn anything out of the Bond series after he left it. But yeah, I'm okay. with you. Like he hasn't proven it yet. But my point is, is like that. My anger came on this story. Is like she, this person, had the perfectly good, the the the, the scoop, and it's over, completely overshadowed by this Hiddleston thing that right. I couldn't take seriously because a Broccoli would never go out and say that and publicly, and b Hiddleston didn't lose this. He was, it right, wasn't it wasn't Mexico. his to lose. What, what are you talking about? And it, it, it clearly seemed right. like she saw him as the Google that, search Tom Hiddleston. That like, was the media sort of creation. Like she saw okay. like that crazy story that Tom Hiddleston was in talks a year ago and was like, oh, he must have been next up. Um, right. Well, like the oh, – go ahead. Well, in the chat, people are saying – they're generally agreeing with, with what we're saying here. I mean, obviously on, on, on both sides of the, of the conversation. But people are asking who would we like to see um, direct the movie. Ooh. Because if if Sam Mendes, a lot of people do want Mendes to Mendes come back. Mendes is, it ha- but I don't is, think he's coming back. I think he's, he's done. Not, he's, he is. Yeah, done. I think he's he done. Is done. Um, who would you like to see direct? I mean, obviously, you know, we have got the names that have been bandied around previously: Guy Ritchie, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but who else would you like to see? I mean, Chad and David have to be the guys, right? No, I. I they they would be great. I, they would deliver a good Bond. Movie. Do you think they deliver like kind of a? I guess again, I, now I'm taking it too seriously. But if do you. Are we talking about like Daniel Craig's next James Bond? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, you're right. The scheduling probably doesn't work out. Those guys are super busy uh, with a lot of. And other I just stuff don't right know now. yet if they like. I've seen too many of their films where it's just like fun stunts and no story. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I, I I see what you're saying there. Um, um, I just think from an action perspective, it oh, would be absolutely. it would be sick to have either one of those guys. Absolutely. What about you? Uh, um. I mean, Gareth Edwards has yeah. uh, Pitt found his next from, thing yet. From, Ro- like, Rogue One? Rogue One, yeah. yeah. I feel like I liked Rogue One a lot, and I've liked what he's... I mean, I know you weren't a fan, necessarily, or it Godzilla. Okay. It was okay. But I, I, I would like to... And he's a Brit, too, right? Uh, yes, he is. Not yeah. that not that it means you... It's not right. like... It helps. Right? It's not like... It, it does, helps. But clearly it helps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like when you say you're Jewish in the uh, entertainment um, industry. Here. Are, there, are there many? Actually, yeah, no. Okay. Right. It's never I, I'm really reaching it. <laughs> James Mangold would be... Mangold yeah. would be good coming off Logan. That would be a great idea. Um, Matt Reeves. I mean, he's, he's busy. He's busy, but I mean, might, yeah, yeah, he doesn't right. miss. That's a, that's just. I mean, I like John McTiernan. <laughs> I watch this show. Good. I do watch this good. show. Good. Um, no, I, I think Mangold would be kind of. I was cool. also thinking. I mean, it's it's might be a ludicrous idea, but what about Ben Affleck? Because even though we haven't seen him do action so much, we've seen a little bit of that, but not so much. If Affleck but, played a villain. If he played like the Bond villain and directed himself, yeah, I wouldn't buy that. Cool. I wouldn't buy no? that. No, really? I, no, oh. I. I wouldn't buy that. I like him. No, I, I'm not so sure about that. I would like to see him direct. I think he'd bring the right tone of drama to it. And I think visually, I think I love Affleck's eye. Well, both of them. He's got two of them. Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. He's got a fucking I, I would like if they had an American villain. Like, Matt Damon, I would love if it right. was yeah. like Craig and Matt yeah. We haven't had a female the, villain in Bond for a while. I mean, not to get like all PC, and I'm not doing it because oh, let's get it women. Yeah, right. Charlie's. Th- well, she's kind of done. I, I, she's I, done I, Helen, Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. 
who, who turns up in, in Fate of the Furious. Have you seen it yet? I have not. I, I, yeah. Uh, all right, let's move it along from Bond. Okay. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about, uh, I mean, there's a million things to get to this week. I feel like we're already halfway through the show. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the 14 Transformers movies that yes. Michael Bay casually mentioned. They're uh, like buses. They are buses. They're I mean, in disguise. They had a... They had a writer's room. This is apparently what mm. came out of that writer's room. I think it's, you know, it's fine if you have 14 scripts lying around. Just don't talk about it, Michael. Just, no, just this, like, it was like a bragging, like, a, hey, aren't you impressed? We have 14 more movies lined up. No, but this is not like a thing that fans want to hear. Can I just say, I, I've, I've never been in a writer's room, but is there a massive bowl of Coke in the middle of the table and people just take handfuls <laughs> of it and shovel it up? And at some point, somebody goes, you know, you know what you would get if you had like, 14, 14 more Transformers <laughs> movies? Yeah, that's a, idea. that's a good idea. I'm really hungry. Let's go to Taco Bell. I'm just wondering if that's what happens these days. I don't think anybody is crying out for 14 more Transformers movies. How many franchises have gone like that'll be like 20 movies Fast and Furious is getting there pretty quickly yeah, yeah. <laughs> true but, that's but gonna, again that's when that 10. movie when the second one ended we didn't think there were going to be nine of those but Oh, just go direct your El Chapo movie, Michael. Just, just come on. So- I love how he left the door open for a return after saying like each did. of the last three why, times why, I'm not like, doing another challenge, Transformers movie. Like you movie. have enough money, just like like 13 hours is really freaking good. I know mm-hmm. it didn't do specifically great. El Chapo will, I promise you, would do much yeah. better because of of that. That, that sure. topic. I don't just think anybody wants 14 Transformers movies. Oh, and I'm also like, Paramount, come on. You have not had a brilliant run in the last 18 oh, months, but you are better way, than this. We'll see if Jim G allows 14. Like, We'll, we'll get to yeah. more Jim G stuff I, as he comes. Like, I, I just want Shia back, guys. I just want Shia. Shia. I want, the Shia man down stuff this week that Brent Lang was covering. Yeah. Right, one. okay. That was I, such a ridiculous story, though. <laughs> So, so Shia LaBeouf's movie. At first, it sold one ticket, it and then it hit the press, and then it sold there was three. three tickets. Yeah, I wrote that up. So you, you're made to think that in all in the entire UK, only three people saw this movie. Can I just say that I actually, I in my piece for Forbes this week, I put it in context. Yeah. It was just one theater in a yeah. tiny little town, one right? showing a day yeah. during the middle of the day in a t- in Burnley in the north of England. It was a great right. headline, though. Yeah, yeah I like guess that. I guess you're right. It's like it's like that's like a VOD title that just like escaped into a theater. Well, find find my piece on Forbes. I don't know if you had time to look at it, but find my piece on Forbes and I put it in context, and it is worth sharing because you know it, it, a lot of people. And obviously, with the market is is changing, the industry is changing. We are seeing quite yeah. a few mm-hmm. of these movies with big names in them who are getting. It's different to having a flop, which you would have like five or ten years ago. It's like these films are, are given a very limited release, then they get you know either simultaneous or immediate home entertainment release, like Pierce. Brosnan had IT out Man in the Down UK is the an week. iTunes rental, right. like, off the top. Yeah. It's, Listen, it's perfect for... There's so a lot of fake news out there. Simon Thompson at Forbes, he has the truth. Check it so out. Head over Seriously, there. it puts it in context, so... Back um, to... Back but I hear they're doing 14 uh, sequels to that, to uh, uh, yes. Paramount, yeah. Let's talk about yeah. Christian Bale. Yeah. Who uh, is uh, in no. talks to play Dick Cheney for mm. Adam McKay. He's gonna... Uh, Amy Adams is gonna play his wife, Lynn Cheney. Steve Carell is in talks to play Donald Rumsfeld. Brad Pitt is producing us. This reunites the team behind the big short over at Paramount. Mm-hmm. Kroll, take us through this one because you are on top of this shit. No, another. This was. The, all right. The, we're also going to get into how to get under the skin of a trade reporter. How this story came to be is a very good example. Okay. So I, let me go to the beginning before I get into why I was so. Like, Jeff can read my. Actually, don't read my text because they were. They'll throw people under the bus. But Jeff was in the middle of my anger when this all went down. But so, and McKay announced in November, right after the Trump's victory, that this he wanted to do this Dick Cheney movie, and I did not take it seriously at all. I was like, I thought this was a response to what was going on. Adam was very vocal about it. he thought it was a joke of what was happening. I thought this was like, but it now seems that he really wanted to do this film. Um, and as I was tracking it, uh, I had heard Christian's been his top choice. I've owned for about mm. two months, so it was originally Christian and Brad was Rumsfeld, and then Brad was busy with other things. Brad Pitt is also producing this, right? So that was it was the same case as Big Short. Um, but, uh, you know, about like a month and a half ago, there was that story that McKay still want planned to do this movie and get it out for award season. They were doing the like, like really early award season stuff. I read somewhere. So I checked in with the McKay guy and they, you know, um, they were like, yeah, I mean, we're just waiting on Christian. I was like, oh, wow. So Christian is very much into possibly doing this. Um, cause when I had earlier heard that and no one ever took it really that seriously. 
Um, so on, I'd say, when, when did it break? Wednesday? Yeah. Story breaks yeah. Wednesday. I So on Wednesday, about 3 o'clock, I get, a, you know, one of my sources tell me, hey, uh, the Cheney thing is going to be Bale, and then Carell's going to be Rumsfeld, and Amy Adams is going to be Lynn. I'm like, oh, wow, this is Okay, progressed. so you, you didn't get those other two names until the day that the story broke. Yes, that okay. thing came together. Like, and that's when I knew, like, oh, maybe there's something coming together. I'd already prepped a story on Bale. I went in there and fixed it up with Carell and Adams, right. obviously. I called um, two very – I won't tell where because I'm going to need to – Mm-hmm. Get into why I was not happy. About I mean, it. only one agency is involved that reps all the players. There's only one agency and yeah. one studio. Yeah, so. One, so I called what, what, the, what needed to be um, just to kind of get the ball rolling. This was a big, a lot of cooks in this kitchen, so I wanted to mm-hmm. loop everyone in. Then um, I'm getting ready to head out, go to a screening, and like it's five twenty, and I get a call. Yeah, you're on the right track. Others have called, so you should get something up right away. And I'm like, Wait, what? Right. And you know, I. You know, we had a rush. We missed it. Mike didn't claim. No one claimed exclusive on this. I'm shocked. No one claimed exclusive <laughs> yeah. on this. Um, so as I'm getting ready to leave, then one of the a publicist uh, for one of the people calls him. Why didn't you give me the heads up? And I'm like, this broke on dent. Like, I'm right. You don't have time always to give a heads also, up. Also, like, in this it business. broke elsewhere. Like, why are you yelling at me? Right. And then I'm heading to my thing and I call someone to explain what happened because I, I, I felt bad, obviously. And while I'm explaining all this, they're like, yeah, well, this person's trying to get a confirmation. I'm like, wait, excuse me? I thought I thought others were on this. So I was th- – th- this thing should have – could have easily been controlled, went out, so I was not happy. So that's how you get under my Simon, skin. like could you – if you knew for two months that Christian Bale was, was McKay's choice to play Dick Cheney – yeah. Would you have sat on it? Like, I'm curious. I want to get your – you know, how Whoa, you handled that, that in a minute. You yeah. know, would you have done that? I've I've sat on stories like that before. There's a, mm-hmm. there was a, something there was some casting that was announced this week that I knew six months ago was originally going to be someone else. Who? Oh, which one? You say which project? Which project? Uh, it's uh, it's to do with um, Ben Wheatley's next film. Okay, oh, Freak Shift. Okay. Okay. Yeah, um, like Dumbo or something. Oh no 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 no. no. Like... Um, but yeah, so I mean, I I have sat on stories like that. Um, And obviously having friends in the industry, I mean, we all have friends who are directors, producers and actors and stuff like that. You do sometimes just not put stuff out there. You do sit on it for a while, either because the time is not right or, you know, there's going to be like you you, you could go out there with one piece of fruit and there'll be two other pieces of fruit they'll give you. You know, it's sometimes you do do that. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I think you just have to do that. But also other times when you know there are other foxes heading for the chicken coop. You just got to get the Ooh, green light to run Fox with them. Fox is heading for the chicken coop. I like that do. one. Sorry, I've been to the south. I probably would have dropped that McKay, that Christian Bale thing long before. I mean, to me, that was casting news on the level of like Steve uh, Steve Jobs sort of thing. It was very high on my yeah. list so. um, of things that I wanted to solve. And I literally just had a feeling. I checked in the day before that news broke to start asking around about it. And I just got there too late. So... When I had originally heard the from a previous source, they were like, the the legitimacy, like they just didn't think Bale would be doing. It. I wasn't gonna like put something out there if like that the, the Christian had already passed on because right. the secrecy of he, this was. He great. passed on Steve Jobs. He passed on George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which and I didn't know. I didn't know that he was didn't, offered that either. Didn't even not at all. Um, he was so much better. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but. Um, John McTiernan would have been so much better <laughs> for that for the W movie as well. Um, him and Oliver Stone could have uh, collaborated. Sorry, but no, um, back to like so that's why I held off. And obviously the Brad Pitt thing like went away. So like I was kind right. Of you crushed. wanted to see how that would play out. Maybe I guess when I first heard that Bale was interested, the set when I got it from a reliable, it was more of protecting the source. Like mm-hmm. you know that would have probably screwed things up, and like that person's fairly. Well, well off. So I, last thing I wanted to do was like blow up a okay. relationship. So that was probably my thought process. But yeah, if I didn't have as good a relationship with the people involved, sure. that story probably goes up. So bearing in mind that obviously you know McKay's track record, and I'm, I'm really enjoying him doing the more dramatic stuff. He's done quite a few of these pieces now, and I think he's actually even more able to turn out a really good drama than he is actually a comedy. The big shirt was dramedy in my mind. Yeah, it was, it was, like, it was very much so. Very, like, like with the Margot Robbie Bourdain mm. stuff, the way they handled things, Carell's character. I mean, right. clearly his, his comedy is very... Matter, and the ending was very dramatic in a way, and, yeah. like... 
but it still was like I think the way he captures yeah I think the way he captures the dramatic elements of films is he's he's a he's a very able and completely deft um, comedy director but I think the way that he handles drama he has an even greater level of skill in that I'm curious what what the tone will be I don't think the tone's going to be like game change or like recount like the way Jay Roach did who is also a comedy director I I can see more of like I don't know this is I mean I, I don't know how you make. I can see like financial guys. You can add humor to it in a way. I don't know how can, you make. Can like, you see him as Cheney? Like, can you see him undergoing that transformation? And you know, bald I, with glasses. In, in my and... mind's eye, I can't. But Christian Bale has surprised me so many times with his transformation and right. stuff like that. Oh yeah. That I'm like sometimes it's the fact that he's so far away from some of these characters. The transformation is so completely extreme that you do buy into it. It's not like. Say, you know, we've we, we seen Steve Carell previously for Foxcatch. It was like he put on a little bit of, you know, prosthetic right. stuff. But the, di- the look wasn't that different to Steve Carell. You could tell it was different, but not that different. You could still see him in there. When you do a transformation that we do sometimes with Christian Bale, it is so extreme that it's completely believable, completely immersive. So I'm looking forward to it. So do you think we're going to see, I mean, I'll, I'll refer to it as Adam McKay's dick pic. Um, <laughs> do you think we're going to see a lot of that at, what, Oscars 2019, if that's no, what they're I aiming think... for? So, so, here, so here's the thing. You said, are you okay? The, my headphones just got super loud. Sorry. Okay. Uh, did you hit anything down there, like a Ooh. knob? Are, are they too, are they still too loud, Curl? Yeah. Can we turn down his headphones in the booth, or I would disappear under the desk. But uh, I mean, you, you know, that's, that's Hollywood. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. Hello. Is that okay? It's super. Excellent. Super loud. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry about that. Oh, no, that's cool. What were you oh, it's, say? it's oh, it may be echoey. Um, I don't know. Maybe mess with the wire. I'm sorry. It's all right. Just keep. What were you asking? You said the Oscar. Yeah, oh, I think this is so, this year. I don't think it is. So you you said spring. I know, and and that's what I assumed because I had heard that this movie was supposed to be ready for the fall. So the New York like let me tell you how big the story was. Fucking the New York Times picked it up. They did us an in talk yeah. story, and they said the fall. And I went back to literally pose that question. Uh, yesterday, mm. and I got fall as well. So oh. I'm told it's shooting in the fall, like, and, and that would make it very difficult oh, yeah. to come out for December. I think if it started shooting in September, that's the fall, right? Not August. Yeah, so September. How to have this movie ready by December? Super tight. That's tight. No, I just don't think it shoots in fall. I think it. I think at least the like they're. They're going to okay. move pretty quickly. I feel like June or July. None of the like, I, I looked. I don't think anybody has anything like they're about to start shooting or like like they have like a lineup of stuff. Like they're not with like the Rock or something like that where they got multiple things like set up for years. So yeah, I mean, especially so, Christian. But when you say so, you, you think maybe summer because the spring it's already spring. We're already in April, and and Carell is shooting May. Beautiful Boy. Oh, because Beautiful Boy is going to take seventy five days to shoot. <laughs> um, that is a big movie. I'm um, pumped for that. But he's shooting that right now. It's yes. already started. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really matter whether it comes out this year or next year. Paramount has a hu- has a big award slate already. They have yeah. Alexander Payne movies, George Clooney, Aronofsky, Transformers. They probably don't need it, but <laughs> Transformers, I which mean, will again, probably has the best shot at any of those movies of actually getting an Oscar nomination. It probably <laughs> but, will for effects or something. But back to um, I just got from the person I talked to who originally said, "Oh, we're just waiting on bail." They made it seem like this thing was going to get geared up pretty soon. Okay. So that, that's that's my take. Listen, that could have changed. Yeah, we'll see. May, like, in, like when I talked to that person, Amy and Steve weren't involved, and maybe they do they, have something I mean, that The way that they say, you know, it's going to start in the fall, that could just be to take the pressure off, like, the awards season debut expectations. Mm-hmm. And then it, and Paramount is known for those last-minute movies that surprise. Like, silent, exactly. Big yeah. Short came out of nowhere. Silence was a very last-minute thing. Anyways, we'll move it along. Uh, Simon, you pick what's next. Okay, can we do uh, can we do a, a, a Schwarzenegger three-way, three stories here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were okay, a bunch busy of them. Go for it. Arnie. Take us down the list. Uh, get down. Um, okay, so this week uh, we found out most recently that Schwarzenegger's Legend of Conan project, which has been, God, talked about for, what, five years? Five or six years? Talked yeah. about is like... Yeah, yeah like, talk, talked about. Written about from a Mike it, it was. Article. It's been developed for five years. Yeah. I don't think... I think I, I never Apparently dead now. I, I, I'm quite happy that's not happening. I mean, I just think we should just leave that behind. Yeah. There, wasn't yes. even, there wasn't like an open directing job for that one. Nobody no, is like... pining for a new Conan the Barbarian movie. No, I don't think anybody in the universe is crying at their desk. If, if they did it, John Cena. 
He's yeah. the way to go, right? Oh, I love John Cena right now. Yeah. Right? Love him. Um, uh, also, he won't be in the Predator remake. That's uh, a Shane bummer. Blacks. That would have been fun. If well, I knew they fucking asked him. Do you know what? I'm, I'm torn on that because even though I, I do genuinely love Arnold Schwarzenegger, I mean his heyday, his movies, I absolutely still love him to to the core. But whenever I'm thinking, yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in the movie, and then he turns up like in the Terminator movies and in various other things, I'm just like, oh god, can he just retire? Because uh, as much as I want him back, when he's back, I'm like, oh, that wasn't really good. Like I in the last liked, Terminator movie, I, I, was just, I was just sad. There was other people I had problems that. with in the other Terminator movie. But <laughs> really? I actually thought him and him getting one more at that, I, I didn't mind. I liked him in Maggie. And, and, the, well, yeah. well, yes. and it depends who he's working. Like, I feel like Shane Black could have given but, yeah, something. something really nice. It's I, nice to know that it's set kind of in the Arnold Predator, the original universe that Shane... Right, if there was room for him. Yeah. Shane Black took to Twitter uh, this week and said that there was he didn't have enough to do in the script. Uh, he wanted a little bit more screen time. Yeah, Arnold. they had written, so they did write that Right, character. I knew it. Dude, it, it's still on my, my board, my tracking board, yeah. if, if you will. You see, I would, I mean, I genuinely, I would have, I'm, I'm still talking, I think I would have overwhelmingly, if it was like 51%, 49%, like to have seen him in it. Listen, um, I could still see it being like a tag or something. Well, I'm, I just want to... I mean, it looks like the um, uh, the uh, Twins movie is still going ahead. He seems to think that that's going to shoot quite soon. <laughs> I mean, lovely, but I don't think that's happening. I mean, happening. if Conan's going away... I, is I Eddie Murphy like... available? That's the thing. Well, the thing is, is like when that um, the Twins thing came out, it was like right when Eddie was like getting an Oscar host and there yeah. was like a heat around him. Mr. Church ain't giving him no heat these days, I don't feel like. Yeah. I mean, and then, and this no, Beverly Hills Cop movie is like nowhere, so... I, I just don't see people greenlighting a film with three actors that there's no market for right now. I don't know. Transformers. Yeah. Um, I would totally see a triplets movie, but you're right. Yeah. Uh, but also, he's saying that he's not going to do Expendables 4 without Stallone. Look now, who's doing Expendables okay, Let's talk four. about this. Okay. This is not a real uh, movie. Can I, can I just say, I loved The Expendables. I really enjoyed The Expendables 2. Not, not great cinema, but... Balls against sure. the wall, but old Jason school Statham, action. And that's all you care about, I know. Of course, Spitball. <laughs> Brett's got to stick together. But I'm, the third one was absolute donkey dick. Well, it was terrible. I, it's not just that. It's Those films were good, are fine. Like, I did, like, I'm with you. First, second, third. Yeah, yeah. So great. great movies. But I don't know where people, like, when I saw that, that story, I'm like, and, and like my coworker Dave was like, should we follow us? I'm like, what? No one. No this one. is Fleming's original story about Stallone, though, Stallone right? Not about doing it. Stallone, right? Yeah, okay, what, okay. It's like this film wasn't going into production. This film didn't have a ca- like all this cast. This was like some like dream world idea. Like we didn't need a fourth Expendables. What, what, what <laughs> are you talking that. about? It was like right, that was so, a that was a weird article with Stallone going back and forth with Avi Lerner about how they couldn't get along. No one and was agree talking on about things like, like it wasn't like like the girl in the spider web or like or like or James right. Bond even or something like that. It wasn't like this thing we were expecting to happen. I'm just wondering if we're at this point where we were ten years ago with Fast and Furious, and we were like, after Tokyo Drift, we don't need another Fast and Furious movie. Oh, you mean where people just can't let go and they just think things? Yeah, like and I think films. it's just like the next one could. This could be the next big thing. Yeah, I would genuinely, I would enjoy a fourth why, Expendables it got three movie. Three films. Why can't a trilogy just end at three films? The story's done. Because Hollywood. Barney Ross's story is, is over, folks. It's over. <laughs> so bring in new Expendables. Let's do something else. No. Take them out. What? No. Why? Dude, this is not. They can't a brand. even get Expendables off the ground. Uh, Expendables. But that, that is the that is the next natural you know this was direction for the franchise is to do a female Expendables. This, yes, this was a great idea that they got together. But like, this is not James Bond or Jurassic World. We need to like keep this franchise around for like this was meant to like like bring it like in my mind the action hero is kind of like a breed that needs to get a reboot. There's not enough people to put into like who who would be there's the I'm, Rock and John Cena. Literally, yeah. like, th- like there's not enough to do that. Maybe in eight years we isn't can do there, Isn't there a Hemsworth brother that hasn't worked for a while? Chris, I guess. No, yeah. they're actually all working. <laughs> what about what about the Hemsworth mama but I'm something? just like, the, the Expendables was a cool idea from Stallone, but in no way is it like his Rockies or his Rambos, where this thing, where we no. can, like, recast oh, no. it. Or Indiana Jones. It's just like... It's done. By the way, the, the trailer on. for Chuck came out uh, last night. Yeah. The Liev Schreiber movie where mm. he's the original, the real Rocky. Didn't look half bad. Yeah, that's called something. There's like something else, The Ring or something. Not, not. It wasn't called The Ring, but it was something I saw a poster for. Oh, it recently The Ring, on, like the boxing. Yeah, and it was like it was a poster on the offices of Momentum um, on Wilshire. I drove past it the other day, and it was called something different, but they've obviously changed the name now. Yeah, so yeah. Um, Good story, Simon. Michael Keaton. <laughs> 
joining Dumbo as the like villain. This. You broke this, right? Yeah, I've been so You've been all over Dumbo. So you mentioned Never how forgets. long I've been holding stuff. Eric Roth, I asked about in February in writing Dune. Colin Farrell, I asked about in January doing Widows. Mm. This I asked about right before Christmas as him as the villain. Michael Keaton as the villain in Dumbo. Wow, okay. it's always the choice. Um, so yeah, it's it's interesting with this film how that lead role, which they now have Colin Farrell, which I thought was great. Like mm-hmm. saving Mr. Banks, he was perfect in mm-hmm. that role. It's similar as the single father watching all his kids who. Yeah, fall you don't need Will Smith. Yeah, you know, but like everyone else, going to see the elephant. <laughs> everybody else in this project, I mean, Tim's just calling up like, "Hey, Eva, hey, baby, you want to do a movie with me? Right. Danny, it's been a while. Let's go, man." And then Michael's the cool one because they have more since Batman Returns, but he literally is just calling his friends to be in this film. <laughs> And I love it. Now, Michael Keaton, I love Michael Keaton. I mean, I really enjoyed The Founder earlier this year. But Michael Keaton, I'm just worried, is he going to, like, channel Beetlejuice for this as a villain? Because mm. there were times in The Founder the when he was footage. doing stuff, and I'm like... Yeah, but The Vulture, I kind of like the footage I've seen of him Those in are that. big, like, comic book, you know, characters mm. or whatever. This is He's a circus owner. Yeah, he... So Rick, Danny DeVito cool is owner. the small owner of... Is the ringmaster... Who is then overbought by Vandermeer, played by Keaton? Right. He becomes the owner and wants to exploit and be the cruel circus owner. And Can yeah. I, slightly off topic with Dumbo, but it just suddenly occurred to me. I thought this recently. You're talking about small ringmaster um, Danny DeVito, and I was thinking what he would be awesome is in the Dungeons and Dragon reboot that's been talked about for a long time. If he was the dungeon master in that. What? You know that you know from the <laughs> cartoon Dungeons and Dragons. No, I just know. suddenly hit me. Boom! Inspiration. No. I, mean, I can think of a bunch of great roles for Danny, but I actually would love to see him in it. He should be a troll in in. Uh, <laughs> Are we just having <laughs> short things now? Movie. No, Dungeons <laughs> Dragons. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I love this. I mean, this. I think the film is finally given again. Back to the so the so Colin is the father. They're, they need to find two kids now. Right. Um, Danny's the ringmaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keaton's the villain, and Eva Green's the French trapeze girl who may or may not be a love interest for Colin. Oh, I thought I thought they were parents. No, he's a single parent. She's oh, okay, right. interesting. I did not. I was not aware of that. Got it. Um, By the no, way, break, breaking news here: mm-hmm. the trip to Spain coming out August eleventh. You're scaring me, man. I thought, she was only fifteen years old. When you say breaking news, then I have stuff. I know it's, just, I was like, it's just a release date, but it's our thing. It's our <laughs> thing, crawl the trip. Uh, all right. What's next? Okay, uh, let's talk about... You talked about Eric Roth earlier. Um, he's going to write uh, Denis Villeneuve's Dune. Yeah. Now, Dune is one of my least favorite films that I have seen of all time. Legendary is not fucking around with this reboot, though, given no. the talent. They've... But is he yeah. becoming that guy? He's obviously done the Blade Runner sequel. He's doing Dune. Uh, I'm a little bit... Is he going to do a trifecta? I was with or you. Or is this going to be it? I was with you on that, and then I read he's... This is like his ultimate his dream. Number one thing, he yeah. wants to do this. So I was... Kind of swaying that way. That was weird to go from like that, yeah. the blade, the dune. But he really wanted like this happened, and he want raised his hand and said like I want to do this because I love his dramatic stuff. But obviously, this will be the third sci-fi film in ah. a row for him. I, the Arrival, I understand, is a sci-fi film, but I, that's it's it's a drama, it's a different scale, it's yeah. different scale than yeah, like yeah. The, the popcorny stuff. It worries me slightly that he is doing like these two hundred million dollar sci-fi things, but. Until he he's like Matt Reeves right now. Until he shows me something that I don't love, I'm had, had it. you heard that same budget thing though? That, that Blade Runner was two hundred million. No, but I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, yeah, the cost of movies these days. Uh, I mean, the, 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 set the day, and how it gorgeous so it looks. Cheaper. Right, they built those sets. It's not all just That's CGI. Denise very good with um, budgets. Like Arrival was like what like twenty five, thirty million. Mm. Like it was on the lower end. Right, right. right. Um, so I, I mean. I, I mean, the thing is that cast is so expansive. I don't think Ryan Gosling was cheap. We all right, know, this Har- his, we all this know Harrison his... Ford did not take a pay right, cut th- for this. This is his payday, Gosling. So yeah. I think you're right about that. Um, and listen, I, I hope Blade Runner does well. It looks fucking great. It Can't does. wait to see it. But at $200 million and another you know, 125 to 150 well, to market it or something, that's a fucking steep investment. you got to make $700 million, listen, basically. That, they're all... It's tough. I mean, when... Like I think I tweeted at you, unless you're Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, right? You can't or, count on that money. I forget the third thing I said. It's tough. To, like you're not guaranteed anything. Even like right. when Marvel films like Doctor Strange or Ant Man are up and running, there's no like, oh, this film's definitely a runaway hit. Mad Max topped out at like five fifty or something. Yeah. Um, I mean, but back to the Eric Roth thing. 
Legendary is definitely pulling off. Like they've, they're they, going they're, they're taking this. this very seriously. Have you heard what? any rumors about cast without getting any into any names? No, they're waiting okay. for the script. But clearly, I'm not. Uh, this, I'm so. not a Dune guy, so I don't really. I'm care. not either. But I like I love like Denis and now Roth. I'll um I'm all for speaking it. Speaking of uh, sci-fi tentpole franchise mm-hmm. things, uh, you said that Sigourney Weaver had mentioned that Avatar is going to start shooting this fall. Yeah, apparently uh, in news that I couldn't care less oh, about. Yeah, I was going to say um, I'll, I'll uh, be- believe it when I see I- it. I had a conversation with someone this week because obviously the um, Pandora World of Avatar is due to open at Disney World like in in a couple of weeks' time, and there's going to yep. be a big press event for that. Um, and I'm just like I don't know if people still care about avatar that much i'm just yeah, but do. people seem to be still pushing this as if it's still like a really right hot thing i just I mean, don't know if there's I, the hunger i was in i mean I, it'll, the, it'll be a hit when the big. first one came out i was like is this really gonna do like are we just giving james Cameron too much credit and then it became the biggest thing ever i didn't like i didn't love avatar i thought it was impressive yeah, well, but the script was dog shit. it was good, but the rest of Hollywood's catching up with Avatar's technology now. Sure, but I mean, the, yeah, or exceeded it. The first one made two point seven billion dollars. Like, if we may, like we may not think it's the greatest thing ever, but right. no, there's, an, audience, there's like, an audience there for there's sure. An audience yeah, for sure. Um, okay, let me uh, let me just run down a few director okay. things cool. that I thought were interesting. Uh, Joe Kim Ronning, uh, probably mispronouncing that, but the director of Pir- uh, Pirates of the Caribbean Five. Yeah. He is doing Micro, the Michael Keaton, uh, Crichton movie. Sorry, yes. yeah, the Michael Cre- Crichton movie for Amblin. Yeah, uh, that, Frank that project producing. sounds cool. Frank I- Marshall producing. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I stand by Frank Marshall. I know Frank Marshall has turned out some movies that have not been great, but More I'm of a Kennedy guy. So. I'm there. <laughs> uh, but Micro Crichton sounds cool. Like, have you guys seen that premise? I got to read that book. Yeah, I, I totally forgot. I, I, I've always been the Michael Crichton, but um, yeah. I mean, okay, no, no strong feelings about uh, him though. Clearly, not really. I mean, okay. let me see Pirates first, and then I'll, I'll be. A yeah, judge we of got. That. It's uh, hard for me to base a trailer. Well, on I, the first said. reactions to the new Pirates movie being that it's better than the previous Pirates movies. The last yeah, sort I'll of give three it or four. That. How could it be worse? Yeah, well, exactly. Them, but I've heard they just yeah. kept getting worse and worse and worse. So the it last sounds one like wasn't this is... bad. It was very like it was bad. Single. It wasn't bad. The third one was bad, and the second one was. I don't fucking know because I stopped watching him after the first one. I, I thought Johnny Depp getting a, an Oscar nomination for that character is a complete travesty. I would love to see a good Pirates movie. No, that's, I haven't seen you're wrong. the first. You're wrong. He won a SAG award. Like he, Clearly, people like thought he was good. <sighs> I thought it was r- ridiculous that he was even nominated. Mm. Uh, Pablo <laughs> so Lorraine came on to direct The True American, taking over for Catherine Bigelow. Bigelow. That sounds like a really cool project. T- Tom Hardy was not mentioned in the press release that He's I received from Annapurna. That. He's no longer involved. Yeah, there was a lot of talk that he was still attached. He was involved because um, of Bigelow, because of, Big- of Catherine's involvement. Because he would have, like, if he was still doing it, they would have included him in that press release. Mm. Uh, at, at the time, and again, this could have could be changing with a new uh, director. I had heard that Riz Ahmed was going to play. Yeah. So, you, you know, it sounds like those two roles are wide open, but that could be a great movie. May, and maybe those guys come back to it. I don't know. But, yeah, uh, back in the day, I heard Tom was going to do it with Riz. A couple of other things this week. Um, uh, uh, Chris Evans did a uh, has been doing a lot of press for um, Gifted, which is out uh, in theatres this weekend. A small number of theatres, actually. And he was saying there's always been talk about Robert Downey Jr. potentially leaving Marvel um, and also Chris Evans leaving as, as Cap. Um, and he said that... Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is more likely to leave uh, leave Marvel before he does. Now, that does Which not surprise nuts, me because he came out and, and said like he couldn't I, wait to be done. I couldn't like he did a, a interview with Variety when mm. we his, on his directorial debut and was like, yeah, I can't wait until this is all over. And I'm like, when is your contract done now? Like, like have you re up for four more movies or something? Like, yeah, but Iron Man wasn't meant say? to be in Civil War. And then Robert Downey Jr. was like, yeah, I'll do it. So he decided to do Wait, it. what did you say? Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man wasn't meant to be no, in Civil wasn't. War. He was added in he was kind of He was kind of done with it. I'm just saying Chris had said yeah. repeatedly that he was, and now suddenly he's very much changed his tune. Here's what I'm saying, that all due respect to these actors who we love watching up on that big screen, never listen to anything they say. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about. Fake news. They do what their agents tell them to do. Don't li- and and what studios tell them to do, and that's when they're shooting. And I mean, just ugh, people put so much stock in what actors say; it's not that important. Anyways, what else we got? <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan joining Dwayne Johnson in Rampage. Uh, I used to love that computer game as a kid. I never played it. Arcade really? game? Yeah, it yeah, it was, it was. Yeah, it was fun. great fun. It was basically monsters smashing the shit out of buildings, and I was I mean, like, "Yeah, I'm in." Here's my fifty. He's cents. gonna be the villain. Is that right? 
Wouldn't surprise me. No, Melan Ackerman is. Um, oh, I don't know. Yes, because she's in it as well, isn't she? I yeah. mean, I don't know. Who You're saying Jeff- there's only one. So that, is that the first time that she and Jeffrey Dean Morgan have been together since uh, Watchmen? Ooh, then? good connection. That's a great connection. Thank I you. Like Two nerd points. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. They do weird. They've done weird stuff. I mean, I'm not saying that was the movie that was supposed to launch their careers. Yeah, and it did. Maybe this will be the one. To launch I like that you went with the, the Batman Returns reunion angle, by the way, for Dumbo. Like I, I stole that. Mm. I was like, this except is just for, too good to pass except up. Except for You're Colin right. Farrell, because there's a bunch of assholes that are Still. like, well, Colin was Ooh, in there. Co- Colin Farrell's like, well, I, I saw it. Um, I watched it in a theater. Okay, no, that was great. The photo they used on the site was awesome too. Uh, Dan uh, Dan Trachtenberg, we were talking about um, uh, franchises and stuff earlier. Uh, Crime of the Century, this new film that he's doing, is apparently going to be um, uh, a starter for a new big action mm. franchise that people are getting very excited about. So, <laughs> want to take that? Yeah, I do. Actually. Is that okay? Sorry, no, that's cool. Don't worry. Um, yeah, which is quite interesting because I love um, I love Dan's work, up, um, Cloverfield Lane and stuff like that. I think he'd be really really good. His work oh, on Black Mirror oh, was superb. Can I call you back? So uh, um, yeah, no, this is actual Hollywood. Literally, yeah. happening we are in, in the, the middle studio. of a situation. In the middle people. of a situation. I, I knew who that number Breaking was. Breaking news. I, I, I know that's a number you have to answer. Sorry, <laughs> guys. Um, uh, so how is Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Is he? I don't. I don't watch The Walking Dead. So, you know, oh, I, but I, I've oh. always liked him. I've he's great on that. Him. By the way, that that shows I've been elevated since mm. he's been made. He's one of the best TV villains from that. I don't like. I liked in Watchmen. He was a great he villain. Was. Like he was yeah. great in that role. I really thought he it's had an opportunity. Good in Desierto. Did like, you see that? I yeah. mean, you know, he's had an interesting career. I mean, mm. I mean, it's only been so long ago before he was just a recurring character on Grey's Anatomy, and then he like, you know, had opportunities to jump off that. So. Can- can we get a, a clock just to see how much more time we have in the show so that we can uh, plan accordingly? Yeah. A couple of other tiny things. Um, uh, Shrek 5, still happening. Woo, thank God for that. But apparently it's going to be a re- reinvention of the franchise. They're um, blowing it up. The script is the script is finished. Um, if Kevin Hart isn't Shrek or Donkey, this franchise is well, doing Well, Eddie Murphy is still available for Donkey. Yeah. If you want to book him Mike Myers is still available, too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, don't know what the reinvention entails, but I think it's going to be... I mean, the, the last time they kind of closed the book on the whole thing, so... All right, we got, we got five minutes left. Okay, uh, Army Hammer. This is the story I was talking about earlier. Um, Army Hammer um, has joined Alicia Vikander in Ben Wheatley's new uh, project, Freak Shift. Yeah. Uh, now, this is basically a story of monster hunters. It's a group of people who are hunting underground monsters. Um, from what I heard about this project about six months ago, they're, in fact, um, cops hunting monsters. Yeah. Yeah, cool. um, this was a this was a project I was super excited for after yeah. Kill List, and yeah. since then I've my temp my expectations yeah. been lowered quite. Dude, a bit. You haven't seen Free Fire yet? No, I'll probably end up. Seeing but you want them. to? And I you saw it this saw week. It, you yeah. liked it? Yeah, I'm going to be talking to Ben about it this week. Actually, okay. Um, yeah, I did don't really tell enjoy- me host the show that he does not like me. No, well, that's, that's fine. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I I have a love hate relationship with Ben's films. Some I absolutely love. Yeah, and some no, I me really too. That's, don't listen, get that's why all. I still fucking see them. Yeah, uh, and, and I feel like some filmmakers ignore that. Where they're just like, oh, well, you hated this and you hated that. And you're not a fan of mine. But it's like, wait a second, buddy. I'm paying to see most of these movies or whatever. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, I, I again, I mean, it's not. It's really you know, not a personal thing. It's just some of the films don't just don't resonate with me. But apparently, originally, from what I know, um, before Alicia Vikander was cast, it was actually Charlize Theron that was attached to this. Oh, okay. Makes sense. So they were having conversations with Charlize Theron. So... Uh, which would have been really good. And you want to do box office real fast? Yeah, um, box office this week is uh, obviously major release. There's no major, major releases. We're looking no, at um, going in style. Smurfs The Lost Village, um, going in style. Gifted is 56 theatres, and Colossal, which there's been a lot of buzz about, and I saw Go this see week. Colossal, really I really loved. liked it. Four theatres, that's a tiny release. Yeah, it's neon, it's a new company. So we're looking at um, Smurfs Lost Village being about 20 million, we're looking at Going in Star being a very lukewarm 8 million. Yeah. Uh, looks like Boss Baby's going to retain top spot with about 25. Yeah, tough date for Smurfs. Yeah, um, Beach and the Beast about 20 million, so then it'll be close third probably okay. for, for Smurfs. But definitely out of all of those, I would go and see Colossal, is a really interesting movie, really enjoyable. And so. Ghost in the Shell dies on the vine. Yeah. Ghost in the Shell didn't do well. Obviously, a lot of uh, blame game being played. I thought uh, Deadline had an interesting piece about it. People are laying it at the feet of the whitewashing controversy. I really don't think uh, that that affected ticket buyers that much. I think, though, it certainly poisoned the reviews uh, and the critics came down hard on this one. I saw it last night. And I actually thought it was gorgeous. I'll, you know, I've said a lot. Of, I've talked a lot of shit about Rupert Sanders, but I thought that was a beautiful looking movie, and it was better than yeah. I expected. Uh, it's not great by any means. I'm but, not going to uh, say much because I haven't seen it, yet, but I will. Um, and since we're three white guys, we can't say too much about it. But um, 
all I say is right. people that do the whitewashing thing, it's so easy to say that when you're not signing the check. Like it's just, ex- ex- like, exactly, like and, it's, and that's what I that's what I don't hear. I hear a lot of finger pointing and no actual like solutions if, if or like Rico. What, um, what would you have done if you were the studio head trying to greenlight this movie at 150 million? If they did budget? a Japanese actress and it didn't work, those people that wanted that wouldn't have said a thing. They would have gone on with their days as like studio execs were getting fired. So yeah, that's all. I can't uh, see the clock. So I, yeah, I can't, I can't see the clock. Can there you just in the pop booth. it on top? Can, so we can, can have you a look switch at windows? Okay, yeah, we got okay. under two minutes. Okay, can I just say, going back to Expendables, a couple of ideas have been thrown oh, around oh, in Jesus the chat. Okay, no, I'm, I'm staying on this one like a dog with a shitty stick. Uh, okay, here are some ideas for a cast for Expendables 4. Nick Cage, John Cena, Dwayne Johnson, Byung Hun Lee, Kurt Russell, Bruce Willis. I am seeing that movie. Bruce Willis isn't coming back because he already said he's not getting paid enough. So eh, Bruce Willis will do whatever the <laughs> fuck he wants to do. He's clearly not because he got fired from He'll, the third one. Ah, true. That is true. Um, we'll, we'll bit of come a fun, on, you a watch fun, that. A fond farewell to Mr. Warmth. Don Don Rickles. Oh, yes. Yeah. R.I.P. Man, that was sad. I was like, thirty seconds left in the show. Listen, we got to go back to do a fake cast for Expendables <laughs> Four. Like, Everybody wanted that. R.I.P. Don Rickles. Uh, great in Casino. Great in Dirty Work. Toy Story. Um, he'll, yeah. he'll be missed. Check out that uh, Emma Stone prom video. I thought that was a blast. Uh, yeah. That was fun. That'll probably do it for this week's Meet the Movie First. We missed a lot of stuff, including Jeremy Renner going to do a comedy, which I think will be great for him. Yeah. Um, Demian Bashir doing the nun. Justin Kurzel is doing a cool Nazi movie. But that's the show this week. Kroll. Where can we find you? Kroll, at KrollJVar on Twitter. Sorry. Um, I am Kroll. And uh, Variety.com, where all my stories get posted. Simon, how about you, my man? Uh, you can find me at, on Twitter and Instagram, at Simon, And I have a Facebook page. This is Simon Thompson and Spendables 4. And I am Jeff Snyder, editor-in-chief of the tracking board, tracking-board.com. Uh, head over there to check out Breaking all the... Breaking news. Oh! Ricky Martin joins Versace oh, American Crime Story. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for watching I'm the podcast. Thank you for watching the Popcorn Talk Network. Rate, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Tell your mom, tell your dad. Have a great weekend. See you guys. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.